Hiya folks, this is Film Query, the queer experience of the media you love. I'm Indiana and my pronouns are they them. And I'm Chloe and my pronouns are she her. This week we'll be covering season two of the high fantasy show The Witcher, which is based on the book series by Andrzej Sapkowski. It takes place directly after the events of season one, literally. Um, Geralt finally accepts his destiny as a single dad of one child surprise. <laughs> and um, he tries to protect Ciri from outside forces that are like trying to get them both. Um, meanwhile, other shit goes on with Yennefer. She loses her powers because of the stuff that she pulled at the end of season one. Um, and yeah, there's some other shit that goes on too, but that's I think that's some of the main story beats. <laughs> so there's a lot going on in fact. I honestly like that tweet I retweeted, I don't know what's going on. I literally just like the monsters. And I like the um what do you, do you call it? What, like the his the story of the monsters. Like why they exist, the cool like the lore. Yeah, the, the lore, world yeah. building. Yeah, I like all that. But then, like, when it gets to like, actual stuff, I'm like, fucking hell, I need, like, a pen and paper to keep track of, like, who's who, where's this, are these ones friends? You know, I get a bit confused, I won't lie. Um, and then I, 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 like, binged bits of it. I tried to do, like, mini binges. So I did, like... Because it's quite long, I found. I think I did four, four each way. But, God, I remember waking up the next day and thinking, what the fuck actually happened? Like, like, you know, I was just like, what, what, and then, some, then I'm watching an episode and something else happened, so, um, but it, I did finish it, so. Good um, on you. Yeah, I, I preferred season one, Same. I will say. I didn't really <laughs> like this season, and I feel bad because everyone else is like, oh, Witcher 2, like, most people are going to be like, oh, Witcher 2, da, da, da. and I'm just like, oh, I kind of liked Witcher 1 better. <laughs> I think it's because, like, before, I had the same issue when I was watching Game of Thrones. Like, before you had everyone's wee stories and they're all, like, doing their own thing. But I feel like as soon as they start to, like, bring them together, they do, like, loads of fan service things. And yes. it just reads as fan service rather than, oh, they're, these two are meeting up for plot reasons. Or whatever, you're just like, yeah, these two are meeting up because people like them together. <laughs> yeah, um... That, that that yeah, there is definitely a vibe of that. Um, and like with some sometimes it, it's fan service and it still kind of works, but other times it's like it's getting a bit dragged on in it. Like, can we yeah. get to like the actual stuff? I feel um, like um, like season one and season two were both I think eight episodes long, but season two felt much longer because it was much yeah. more slow. Um, and not like, like there's some shows and books and stuff like that that seem quite slow because they're rather than being plot based, like, you know, this happens, this happens, blah, blah, blah. It's more character based, but this wasn't it either. It just felt really slow. <laughs> and I was sitting yeah. there and I was like, oh my God. Ah. When will it? Yeah, just const- yeah I agree. It did feel really, really dragged out. Um, and like my issue from last season still lots of moving pieces every like it's 
I feel at this point it is like a bit of a political drama as well. Just oh, all yeah. the stuff that's going on. And that's like, I think um, there's nothing wrong with that, like inherently. But I have heard that people say it's done a lot better in the books. It's a lot more polished in the books, where in mm. this it feels like not shoehorned in, but it's like they're trying to cram a lot into one thing, I feel. Yeah. I'd be much happier if it was a, lo- a few more episodes long, like instead of being eight, it was like mm-hmm. even 13, just to spread it out a bit. I think like it just helped mm. a bit. But, but Netflix loves doing stuff in eight episodes, so they, they love their even numbers. I found, do. um, which is fair, like sometimes you need a, a nice, like, me round off, especially if like you're watching things like you're binging and you're like okay well I'm only gonna do like two episodes at a time well not binging then but you know what I mean (laughs) I know yeah when you what yeah when you when you're trying to watch like a big series you like sometimes I find with k-dramas because I watch a lot of k-dramas um because sometimes the episodes are quite long I'll be like right in this setting I'll only watch two episodes or whatever I cannot binge (laughs) any longer than that because I'm just like Ah. Oops, brain starts to melt. Um, it's not. It's not the, like a oh. lose concentration or anything. It's just because, yeah. like, I don't know. There's sometimes where I'm okay with spending my whole day binging something, but there's other days where I'm just like, nah. I want nah. to do other stuff. I want to nah. watch consume other media today. <laughs> I feel that. I get like that sometimes. Like sometimes I can watch like like I think with Chucky one day I watched like five, and then the next like couple of days I had to spread them out because I was just like yeah no, I'm not in the you've, Chucky mood today. Yeah, you've been Chucky'd out. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean the one thing that kept me watching was Yaskier. Um, he definitely. Yeah, was... this man was carrying the show on his this season. On his this back. pretty much, and he's kind of I won't lie, what drew me back in because I wasn't gonna watch because Jay didn't watch the second season. Um, he didn't like it, so I had to watch it on my own. But my main reason was Yaskier. I did like Yennefer and Yaskier's like friendship. Yeah. yeah, people yeah. ship them together, and like I'm starting to see it, but yeah. It's one of those, like, you could, but I really like the idea of them just being, I don't know, but just for me, personally. I could see them, I could see why people ship them together, and I could see how you could make it um, good. But Mm -hmm. for me, I just, like, I just feel it's a bit of, you know, gay, lesbian solidarity. Yeah. That was was my vibe from it. Yeah, you know what I found quite funny? Like, um, you know how that part... And the season where like Yaskier and Yennefer are together doing their thing, and mm-hmm. then Istrid and Geralt are doing their thing, like in the wee uh, gorge, like yeah. thing, right? It was funny because it was like Yennefer's exes and <laughs> Geralt's yes. exes were together. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. Um. And then. So there was, this kind of pissed me off, I won't lie, because I always feel if the fans are doing something that doesn't hurt your show, you should just let, and it's not problematic, 
you should just let them do it regardless do you know what I mean however um basically all of the cast have turned around and been like yes and Geralt could never be together like it's oh, not yeah but oh. like straight up Joey Beatty um the, one of the creator people I can't remember which one because I was reading a few interviews and you know you just start losing yourself in the source of names mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and I think Henry Cavill said to that as well, where basically we're all like, oh, no, it's not meant to be read like that. It's just friendship. Like, you guys are reading too much into it. Okay, um, what friends do you know that have baths together? <laughs> I like you, Chloe, but I wouldn't bath with you. Like, that's a stuff yeah. too far, in it? Like, yeah. you know. Like, you're my friend, and if you were having, like, a really hard time, sure, right but like, but like I would yeah no like, I, I wouldn't be like right and they get in the bath I'm gonna yeah. give you like a wash bath bomb and I'm gonna wash your back yeah but exactly I'm like you know lighting candles and you're looking at you know describing your body you just yeah I don't know yeah. I just feel as well it's one of those things right it wasn't hurting anyone that people did think they could be a queer couple and I'd also like to point out I don't think anyone really thought they were going to end up together like I don't think anyone was really like yeah the end game is yes gear yeah and um Geralt but like it just feels like mind your own business does it hurt you no does it really affect you not really probably like mm-hmm. so I don't know and I say that from like a perspective I took myself because I do chip them together kind of took a step back and looked at it more objectively it was just like what do you need to give you know that um that opinion mm-hmm. basically ruin people's fun and then there's loads of articles now like oh we're gonna get our next big queer character in the season three that's why you guys yeah. don't need Yasky, you know and all this stuff and it's like why do you feel the need to announce there's going to be a queer character just yeah this it. isn't disney we're not gonna have 50 first queer characters <laughs> But speaking of Yaskier, there was a really good bit, and for people who do read Yaskier is queer, um, where he's saying to, like, him and Yennefer are talking, and she's like, why, like, because he's doing this kind of, like, underground, railroad-esque smuggling elves um, to to Sintra, like, out of uh, Redania, which have turned really, like, anti-elf. You know, and they're they're using slurs like "boy pointy" <laughs> and Great stuff fun. like. That. <laughs> anyway, um, and he's like, well, you know, um, thingy Bob, like first they'll come for the elves, then they'll come for thingy, and then they'll come for anyone who's like an other, which is kind of like a running theme in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and like then they'll come for the artists, like or anyone who's different. And it was very reminiscent of um, the whole, the 1946 post-war confessional prose by German uh, pastor Martin Niemöller. Um, the, see the poem where they're like, first they came uh, for the minority, for the communists, and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a communist. And then the trade unionists and then the Jews and then they came for me and there was no one left to speak out for me. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of people drew that comparison. Um, and if they if, if the creators turn around and say, Yeah, well, we didn't really think of it that way. We didn't it's like 
Come on, everyone sees it. Yeah, like, he even wrote a breakup song for him. Exactly. Like, and he literally describes, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that friendship breakups don't break your heart, but he does talk at one point, I'm sure, about how Geralt broke his heart. And, like, I, I don't know. If, if, if it was just that on its own, I might be like, oh, yeah, you can read him either way. But on, t- sorry, on top of everything else, it's like, well, this is obvious. Not obvious, but, you know, it is a bit. It's a bit like, clearly, I'm trying to imply something. Mm-hmm. And, like, at this point, you know fans' opinions, so you know, like, that they do think that and you're adding to it and then after the series comes out you're like yeah no he's not queer yeah it, it's a bit like I don't know if it's like queer baiting queer baiting but it does feel a bit like that because they're like it's... read into it read into it and then nah he's not queer <laughs> nah he's not queer how could he be queer like you know how could he the bar <laughs> the snow white <laughs> sleeves Snow White sleeves. He literally follows a man around the fucking like continent for no real like. Cause Geralt isn't nice, especially not so much like. Um, and he's not. He gets better, obviously, but at first he he punches him. So yeah, he's know, a Yeah, he's not nice. So like you know, and you don't tend to stay around people you're not nice unless you at least in the heart. Like mm-hmm. that's a minimum. So yeah, I just think. I think they've kind of dug themselves out of the hole, then tried to get out, and now are looking really bad. I won't lie. In this, from this perspective of the topic. Speaking um, of fan controversy, uh, when this season dropped, because I watched it the day it came out, <laughs> mm-hmm. because like I was hyped, um, a lot of people were really angry about Eskel. Um, it was bullshit. Because basically, for those who don't know. Um, Eskel doesn't die in the books or the games. Like, he's just, you know, vibing. Uh, I think it's another character that actually dies. I think it's Cone, but I'm not sure. Like, Witcher fans don't crucify me for that, because I, I can't remember. I can't um, remember, but I'm sure it's not Eskel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eskel is alive and well in the books and games. Um, and a lot of people feel like they butchered his character. Um... And I think he has, like, scars or something, like, burn scars or something. And that wasn't shown too well in the show. And people were like, ah, um, I don't really know. I, as somebody, I'd, I was more just pissed off that they had, like, a chance to have another, like, because um, from my memory of the games, it was, like, him, Geralt, and another one. Lambert. Yes, Lambert who were all, like, which bros, and they were quite close with Geralt and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have been a chance to, like, you know, find out about, because, about other witches who were like Geralt, because the old, Vez, Vesemir? Mm-hmm. The yeah. guy that's played, um, the, the guy that was in Killing Eve. Uh, <laughs> I was nodding my head, I realised you can't see how that, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, he, I don't know, for me personally, he's not as interesting. I wanted to see, like, Geralt interact with someone who's like him, like, probably, like, kind of grew up with him and stuff, and instead you just get, like, died. Yeah. 
and it's like, <laughs> why? He, he, I, didn't he die like the same episode he was introduced or something? Yeah, he turned into a weird lynch and uh, like, yeah, Woody type thing. It's just bullshit. Cause it's just like you. Why introduce? What is like? What purpose of his death serve really? Like you've just introduced someone and killed them off, who actually is like a good character in the books and stuff, and is alive. So why have you done that? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, go on, sorry. I was gonna say a lot of people also like in the fandom. I think ship are Eskel and Lambert together, so they were really like raging. That's, if that's if that's your cup of tea, I'd also be raging that you just... I mean, I'd just be raging if you read the books and you're like, oh, have they finally introduced a character? You know, it's him. You know, a character who plays a fairly big role in the books. And he dies. You'd just be like, hello? It's like if they yeah. fucking killed off Neville Longbottom in Harry Potter. That's a really bad example because I don't watch Harry Potter. <laughs> but, like, that's kind of the vibe, maybe. Yeah, know, pretty I, much. Yeah, it's just a bit like, who's his mate? And you kill them, and you know now we've got one less good character, and now it's like, are you gonna make a new character take on this role, or are you gonna have somebody else to, you know? And then it's like, who else are you gonna use? Because then you have to start moving all the pieces of the book you've got, and when the book was kind of mm-hmm. just there for you to literally like. Mm-hmm. I feel use. like because you've used a Harry Potter, um, thing that I have to use a Harry Potter quote. There's a bit in The Prisoner of Azkaban where, because I used to be really into Harry Potter until I found out that J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit. Um, which, you know, fair. But um, there's, a, there's a bit in The Prisoner of Azkaban where Harry finds out that the reason that Sirius Black is coming for him is because he apparently, like, turned his family over to Voldemort and that's why they're dead. So he's, like, tying in the woods and Hermione goes up and he's it's a really funny bit because me and my mum always make fun of it together just because of the way it's acted but uh Daniel Radcliffe is like he was the friend and he betrayed them he was the friend and he betrayed them yeah it's kind of like that he was their friend and the writers betrayed them (laughs) I love your accent (laughs) I didn't want to actually shout because, like, the the in the movie he shouts. As yelling, I mean, he is and I'm um, in a flat, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just wasn't too happy with it. Um, and I think it brings up the question. Um, because you did say that this is based on the books, mm-hmm. not and the not game. the games. But there was a lot of game stuff in there. For someone who's only played one game, I was like, holy shit, Dougal from Outlander's playing Dijkstra. He's important. <laughs> he runs a bathhouse in Wichita. <laughs> I think for me, it brings up the question of is it an adaption or is it a separate piece of media that is based on? the witches series and i haven't read the books so i can't comment on this but like you say there's a lot of game stuff and even for me as well as like someone who's not played loads of game of it who's not played loads of the game um there was still stuff and i was like oh yeah i know that because the game it's mm-hmm. him from the game 
or it's them from the game. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel the same. Because, and as well, by killing off Eskel, it's like now you've not followed the books, have you? If you're adapting the books, you would have stuck with the books, but you've not. Yeah. So. I think uh, in the showwriter's defense, in the showwriter's defense, uh, the book that they are adapting, Blood of Elves, is. Uh, according to book fans quite a long book like it's not like a big book it's like one of those like it's a bit of a slog to get through Mm -hmm. um however they could have like done other stuff with like if they didn't want to have complete filler because the amount of time people were traveling and on horses and things weren't going on like at least in season one there was stuff going on like while they were traveling on the horses yeah um, Speaking it's of like, horses, do you mean fucking Roach died? Roach, I know. So in what? the games, uh, Geralt calls every horse that he gets Roach. Um, I don't know why, I can't remember. And I know that they're all Geralt horses. Because <laughs> they're less temperamental or something. It's quite, it's quite sweet, the reason. Like, it's secretly, it's... Why? I have to find out now. Because it's really annoyed me that I can't remember why. I remember finding out when I watched season one, but like, I can't remember. Oh, I, I remember the funny thing of why Roach is like a really crap translation of it, which is really Oh, funny. go on. Like, in, in I'm not going to say the Polish word because I have no idea how Polish pronunciation works, unfortunately. Um, it's basically like um, is it yeah diminutive, you know, like an affectionate way mm-hmm. of referring to um something. So it's not actually roach in Polish. The equivalent would be like roachy, or if in, or in English, say the horse. This is a bad example because it's a but this is a boy's name, but this is like how it is. It'd be like if the horse was called Thomas and he called it Tommy. Oh, okay. So it'd be, it'd be more like so. Basically, it's just an affectionate little thing in Polish for the horse, but in the show, it's um, just roach. <laughs> it's just roach because yeah. With a hard and in the English, in the translation, it's um, yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? It's not a good. Thing. Yeah, you know what? Right, like. Um, for Judin Outlander, I gave the writers crap for like not using Scots words properly, right? Mm-hmm. But they could have just called the horse Beastie. That, that's a that's a cute wee name. It's quite yeah. You could, it's, it's, but, it's affectionate. I mean, it literally just means bug. But like, there definitely is ways around this. I feel like they really like as someone who's to do translation, they really didn't bother to find a way around it. Um, mm-hmm. as much as they could have don't get me wrong if the author was like yeah no I'm happy with it fair so the, you know it's his work he's allowed to do whatever but from a translator perspective they did kind of mm-hmm. just I don't know I feel it's like a bit like Mama Sia don't work yeah I feel like we're not addressing the elephant in the room what the hell was up with those wicks this season <laughs> Jesus don't. Christ I I've blocked it out I, the wigs the wigs and the makeup. It wasn't good. I, it wasn't really because threw me off. As we discussed last season, uh, when we done season one, 
Um, the actress that plays Siri, Freya Allen, is, I think, 20 years old now. I think she was 19 when they filmed season two. But, oh, that's funny. That's funny. yeah. Um, but in season one, they kind of done a, th- like, they done the makeup to kind of, to make her look, you know, like a child. Like, she was a pretty convincing child. She um, was. Well, you know, like, maybe 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. But in season two, I feel like, the like, and I know why they, they filled her eyebrows in, because apparently, like... Um, oh, like, yeah, no, I did that as well. When, um, apparently they bleached her eyebrows for season one, and it was, like, making, like, some of her hair fall out. Like, eyebrow hair. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, like, they stopped doing that, which is fair enough. Um, but, like, they yassified Siri, and she's supposed to be, like, 13 or something. And I found it really funny, because it's a bit where Triss is like, what about, like, have you got, like, a dress, a thingy? Have you got, like, um, cloth for when she gets her blood? And I was like, this this actress is not a child. <laughs> like, she she doesn't look like a child in season two, she, because she's been yassified. Pardon? I said, I don't know if she's meant to be that young. She's supposed, like, in the books, right, she's supposed to be, like, a wee and, like, not, like, not, like, 13, I think, like, 10 or something, like, 10 or 11. Right, I'm, I'm giving them liberties. Like, in season one, I was like, yeah, you look like a wean, but, like, a teen Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was really funny because the way that I read that line, I was like, has she not got her period yet? She looks like... Yeah, she looks, she looks well. I thought she was like, yeah, like say around our age, maybe I don't know if you wanted to be nice, like you know, a couple of years younger. Yeah, a couple of years younger, but I kind of thought she was not meant to be a baby. But they did yesify her. Mm-hmm. Now that now that I know she's at that, like, it's a bit weird to be honest. But her yeah, eyebrows really freak me out. It's a bit like. There's this skit in Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they're, like, you know, doing, like, exercises to deal with the public. And Teddy Cruz is pretending to be, like, a seven-year-old child. And he's got that sign. And it kind of became a meme, like, I am a seven-year-old boy. Right? That's kind of what it feels like. That is. That's exactly it. Um... But yeah, and Yaskir, right? Everyone has like you know pure, pure like cool fantasy hair, and Yaskir's looking <laughs> like a wee brush. Like Basil brushes came in and messed up his hair. <laughs> he does not look good. Like I hate. I hate that I thought this when I saw him. I was like, Shane Dawson, is that you? <laughs> Do you know what? That's so. Tr- I hate it, but yeah, he actually he does have that vibe. I think it's just because of the, 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 I wouldn't say beard, it's like stubble, like the stubble that's going on. I know it's supposed to show that like, he's not coping well with the friendship breakup or whatever, but it's like, he looks like Shane Dawson, please fix his hair. Yes, you know, now you've said that, I can't stop thinking about me on my mind's eye. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, it's Shane Dawson, isn't it? He does have that, he does have that vibe. Also, why does he have to suffer for the friendship breakup? Like, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah, he wasn't in the wrong. Yeah, like, why? It's just bullshit. Like, no. And speaking of Yennefer, talking of bullshit, what did you think of her character this season? Because it's quite controversial. 
I I liked her with Yaskir, but that's because mm-hmm. I liked Yaskir, so you know, uh-huh. kind of tainted by that. But other than that, I wasn't too into it. I wasn't too into it for season one, and I'm still not convinced of it now. I'm just like, you're a woman who. <laughs> Yeah, you're a woman who goes like, I know. I feel like a character is a bit like woman, and like, and that's kind of not it. But it's like I feel very the scope yeah. of the character is very limited, and I don't know. I don't, I don't really care for it. Like I wasn't too when her bits came on. I wasn't exactly like, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really invested in this. I was just like, okay. Oh my god, like. You'd think that someone had like just said yes. the worst thing I've ever seen in my house. See, when we were watching it, because I watched some of it with my mum. Like, I'd watched it and then I watched it with her. Because um, I was like, I want to watch it twice for film query so that like I don't miss things. Um, and I think it was interesting, you know, that she faced repercussions for using that much of a power, like that she didn't have it anymore, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like a finite source. Um, but you know what? Slightly off topic. I actually found out that see in the game uh, in the books, right? Um, yeah. you know how we were talking about in season one, she kind of gets her like organs ripped out, like reproductive yeah. organs. That doesn't happen in the books, right? Apparently, oh. it's just a consequence of like using like magic that her um reproductive organs kind of. I was gonna say atrophied but I don't really know what that word means they kind of like fossilized kind of like dried up I uh, guess because like yeah, uh, Geralt's mom is a sorceress and like she was a sorceress when Geralt popped out the womb so yeah they, just can, about, they, they can but it's just it depends on how much magic they've used and stuff like that but speaking of things drying up um Yennefer loses her powers um and that's her story arc pretty much this season. There's this rip-off Baba Yaga who's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> or you can make a deal with me and like you can get your powers back. And it was very boring, so it's just like, just get your powers Hurry up, just get your powers back. And then um, they drew it out. And it was cool to see someone who relied on magic so much having to like not use magic to get by. But the fun died out after two episodes. Mm-hmm. She only gets her powers back back in episode at the end of the season, so I was just like, oh god. Um, and then she betrays Siri, uh, Geralt and Siri, and I was like, oh, alright, okay, get on with it. But like, my mum hated this. She she oh. she was because she liked Yennefer. Um, she liked that, you know, not like oh she's so edgy, but like she had a bit of edge, she had a bit of spark. You know, she wasn't taking anyone's shit. And like, yeah, that's cool. Um, but then she felt like in season two, like her character just became very, very tame and very dulled down, apart from the one screaming bit, you know, where she's in the wood and she's like, ah, I can't mm-hmm. use my power, ah right. But like she was very tame and very like, you know, you know, chill and very like yeah. and I know that like um Geralt, Siri and Yennefer become like this found family, but like for it to go, it was like a switch. It was crazy. It was like yeah, no, it just she lost her personality to become mother. 
well, at least that's how my mum felt anyway. Um, <laughs> and I kind of feel the same. Um, but yeah, I want I want Yennefer to get her spark back. So how many... How many coins would I toss to this witch? How many coins would you toss to this season of The Witcher out of ten? I'd toss four pound coins and a 50p. Oh, four pound fifty. I would. Yeah, I'd also throw four fifty. <laughs> what do you think your mum would throw, given her? Um... Two. Two. <laughs> she really oh. didn't like it. It was too slow for her. Like she fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> and she was just. And she was just like, Jesus Christ, this is so slow, Chloe. And it was funny because we were we were making tea, and she was like, Chloe, is the tea ready? <laughs> oh. So I, I think, I'm... you know what? I'm actually gonna go ask. I'll be right back. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I'm gonna go ask. Go ask. Get an accurate one. She was. She says that she would have gave season one an eight out of ten, and. Oh. Um, she would have. She's much nicer than us. Um, she gave it a five. She gave season two a five. She is much nicer than us. I think because she says it distracted her from all the other like crap that was on TV. Um, that's you know what that's fair. Because TV has been rubbish over this it's, like oh. winter period. That she'd been like, oh. Um, and she was like, she was. It was really sweet because like. Um, she'd be like, Chloe, when's Witcher season two coming out? Oh. Chloe, is it not coming out today? And I was like, no, mom, it's coming out next week. <laughs> and then I was like, mom, guess what's coming out today? And she's like, what? And she was like, I was like, Witcher season two. And she was like, yes. And then she watched it and she was like sorely disappointed. Oh, I feel bad that it was so disappointing for her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we would have gave it a 4.5. My mom gave it a 5. It's just like an it was just average. Um, it? Yeah, I don't think there's anything to write home about mm-hmm. for me either. Um, so, uh, thanks for tuning in. Our Twitter and TikTok are at FilmQuery, and our Instagram is at FilmQueryPodcast. Um, our Gmail, if you want to like email us about any kind of business inquiries. Not hate mail because we didn't like The Witcher season two. <laughs> right, don't do that. If you've got a problem with my, got a problem with my opinion, I'll give you my Twitter. And we can have it out in my DMs like real people do. Yeah. And I have my, I have like my profesh Twitter that I use for my journalism stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come call me out on Twitter. Do me a call out post. Don't be emailing me. Yeah, go. For- <laughs> yeah, but um, our Gmail is um, filmcootypodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, thanks for tuning in. Uh, get your friends, get your family to listen. You know, fun times. It's a fun time for the family. You got nothing else to, you know, it's winter. Get everyone gathered around. Spotify. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Get all together. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see you next time.